Hi, I'm Sam Martin. And I'm Amy Hoggart. We're two women writers and lady comedians. And we play the two male hosts, hell-bent on explaining feminism in the Feminism podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to Feminism, the show for men, by men, for women. I'm Jamie Hoggart. And I'm Sam Martin, feminist, mainly plant-based, and living my best life so I can give the cause my all each and every day. Hello, welcome back to Feminism. Very excited. We're going to be catching up today with our feminist data, Jamie Hoggart. He's going to be giving us the lowdown on dating as a feminist in the Southwest. Hello, I'm your boy Jamie. Yes, it is possible to date as a feminist anywhere else in Britain, but I only became a feminist very recently. Shout out to myself for that. And I wasn't a feminist living in London. I just didn't give a shit, which is very honest for me to say. So how do I meet the lady of my dreams, the softest, sweetest, scrumptious looking gal there is on the scale out of 10? I'm looking for a 10 or an 11. Anybody who looks like Juliet. Yeah, good luck in Chippenham, mate. But Juliet isn't Chippenham. Sorry, let's scratch that. I didn't mean to say that. I don't mind. That was just me trying to have some laddie banter there, which I realise is probably... A little bit counter, no, 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 but I know fine, that you did your honest thing and I'm being just as honest, maybe, you know, like a little bit self-deprecating saying that I got that wrong. I did get that wrong and I'm sorry. Okay, I don't, I don't care. I'm sorry for that. Um, for listeners out there who don't know Juliet, she's stonkingly gorgeous on the eyes. Great friend of mine, great pal of mine. Um, she was a guest on season one and I have ever since been looking for my sweet Juliet, not the real one. Um, you know, she's in a relationship. Uh, now. <laughs> yeah, she's busy. She's busy. But um, my uh, my replica lady, my replica woman. And how is that going then? Like, what apps are you on? I'm on all the apps. So I uh, downloaded them all, put them on the uh, first screen of my iPhone. I've got about 30 different apps. Wow. And I will meet anyone within a three-hour drive, which can take you across the country, actually. You can get quite far. You had a date at the Seal Sanctuary last week, down in um, Greek. Is that right? Yes, I, I did. Yeah. A lot of one-track roads. I'd imagine yeah. it does take a bit of time. A lot of the time won't be actually the distance. It's more the kind of, you know, navigating off of the A roads. Yes. I spent more time in the car than I did in the company of seals. The date was about 20 minutes. Is that right? 20 minute date because I didn't get there till 10pm, you see. But that's all you need, isn't it? I can get a lot of information within seconds. My eyes are very fast moving. Every time I go to opticians, I'm calling out, next question, Mm. (laughs) on the test because my eyes move up and down so quickly so I can assess a woman in seconds. So I didn't need 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. But I gave her 20. She was annoyed. She said, thought we're meeting at seven. I said, it took me three hours to get here. And the seal sanctuary closed a long, long time before. So we stood outside in the car car park. park. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even get out, honestly, because I was so shattered from the drive. Should you be rude, not getting out of the car? I wound the window down. I said, I'm being as polite from in here as I can. She said, I've been waiting out here for three hours. I said, I've been in a car for three hours. She said, I'm freezing because she came out in a light summer dress, the sun had gone down. I said, I'm not a weatherman. I can't control that. So she stood out. We had a talk. I gave her all the time I had. About 10 minutes in, I said, I need to wind this up. I spent another 10 minutes, you know, being berated. And then at the end, I said, look, you are at least four years older than your profile picture. Right. Oh, that is disappointing. Yeah, it's a lie. Yeah. I mean, it was a six-hour round trip. And in the end, she wanted more than me to wind the window down and talk to her through it. She said, I thought we'd go for dinner. I said, you know, 
I thought that you were gonna look a bit nicer. Yeah. So we're all disappointed. So that just wasn't matched by the sounds of it. There's just not many women of a high caliber around here. And I have already dated most of them. You know, the thing with dating in the Southwest is you do need a car. You're gonna clock a lot of miles in. Absolutely, yeah. I was up in Shropshire last week. That one went a bit better, didn't it? It was better. She wasn't bad looking. Bit of a snog, I heard. We did snog, and that was fun on the lips. But she doesn't look anything like Julia. But you're not going to be seeing her again, or you are going to be seeing her again? Could we? I said if you want to come to Central Chippenham, get in your car, come to me next time. She said it is a long journey. I said, I know, I've just done it. Yeah. She said she'd come along, and I thought, well, great. I thought I could get her in the same place as Julia and compare. Right, right, right. That would be nice, maybe a little bit unfair. On who? On me? Well, she's thinking on the lasses. Well, I suppose, see if they're up for it. I don't know what Juliet's sort of thoughts around this whole... Oh, no, I wouldn't announce it. I would just turn up where Juliet is. If I followed her around for much of the day, I could get a sense of the evening plans and then drive Jill from Shropshire up to her. Right, gotcha. And then just, you know, engineer and standing side by side. You could take her to Wim Yoga. That's not a bad idea. Yes! You could ask Jill if she wants to have a little room yoga sash, because what woman doesn't really? I could come then, I don't mind. And then you could rate them both out of ten. I'm um, probably not the best person to ask, I rate most women higher than an eight, because, you know, I just, I, I really like them. But there's a big difference between an eight and a ten. Yeah, no, I guess, I guess there is, but like, um, I tend to forgive a lot. I mean, it doesn't mean the same thing, does it? Because I'm not dating, I'm married, you know, I've been in a relationship for nigh on 20 years and I'm not going anywhere uh, but I guess what it is is just the company isn't it or it's just a little bit of a boost now and then to have a lady you know laugh at your jokes yeah. you know sort of look into your eyes oh. and say oh Sam that's so funny or you know tell me more about that <laughs> or um, what have you been up to this week you know Jill is a lovely person maybe you need a bit of Jill if we went for coffee and she gave you some compliments Maybe everyone's getting what they need. That would be smashing. I mean, I'd love to meet Jill. As I said, like, when I picked her profile out for you when I was spent that week. Yeah. I mean, I find myself thinking of Jill now and then because I guess in my head, I picked her. Mm. You know, there's a part of my soul that feels slightly drawn towards lovely Jill from Shropshire and I can't, you know, like, yeah, yeah I, would, I would like some, yeah, go on then. Go on then, bring her up. The only thing I'll say is don't like her too much because though you picked her, she picked me. Right. Yeah, she saw the pics and, and thought, hamana hamana. She didn't mention anything about, because um, I remember like there was, like half of my face was in one of those pictures. We did stuff, that wasn't, she didn't it say didn't like, anything up. about, but she yeah. didn't say anything about that. It didn't come up. Right. So, as you know, this season we've been discussing another female-led piece of cinema, A League of Their Own, for those of you who don't remember, starring Gina Davis, Laurie Petty, Tom Hanks, and Madonna. I've watched it every night, I think, for about the last four weeks. I'm absolutely loving it. Jamie, had a chance to see it yet? Well, do you know I was going to, but then when I found out that you watch it every f night for four weeks, I thought, if I join in, that's overkill. Yeah, no, I get that. I've definitely watched it enough yes. for everyone, and if I'm really honest, like the more you watch it, the less it makes sense. Okay. 
So I will, but I'm holding back while you you go for it. I think it's been resonating a lot more for me. I think I'm in the more kind of emotional realm with it at the moment because I'm identifying a lot okay. with um, the Tom Hanks character because my character, sorry, me, mm. my character is me in my network mm. team has actually, um, I'm out at the moment due to an injury. Uh, and um, in the film, Tom Hanks' character is, that's he's, I mean, the parallels are astonishing. Wow. So Tom Hanks is injured. He can't go to war. Uh, so they put him to use coaching a women's baseball team. Yeah. He's offended. He's outraged. He's very angry about the whole situation. He's a raging alky. And, you know, like, he's really struggling to get his shit together. Actually, so that's nothing to do with the parallels with me. Like, I'm absolutely fine. I don't drink. But what I mean is he's not playing at the moment and he's quite cross okay. about it. Now, I wasn't playing anyway, as we know. For those of you who listened to last season, you'll know that they, they hadn't actually let me play yet on the netball court, as it were. So I had been sitting, watching the teams and advising as a kind of my way to get into the sport. They had seen you play, like they, you did tryouts and they saw how bad you were. Well... Just to clear up, they did see you play, but they're one of those teams that can't refuse anyone. No, they were a little bit like, this could do with a bit of polish, is I think. Yeah, because they said that you didn't shoot for the net at any point, but you were on the floor a lot dropping the ball on the ground as you went down. Yes, but that's because I was at that point focusing on my footwork. That's what I wanted to show them. Unfortunately, I was wearing the wrong size shoes. There was too much space at the end. So there was a little bit of tripping going on, but I was very focused on them. So I think that was my problem. So I was looking at them as I was trying to step using my normal gait, but there was an extra maybe inch, maybe inch and a half that I wasn't able to account for. So we did spend a lot of time on the deck. However, what I thought they would see in that is my precision and my willingness. You know, like I, I'm willing to go down. So with the right sized shoe, I would be in a much better place. But unfortunately, I haven't been able to reorder them in the right size currently. So they've never been able to see it again. And Denise has just said, let's crack on with the league. We haven't got time at the moment, Sam, you just sit down. And that's where we get back to this problem because I do suffer from hemorrhoids. So obviously sitting has been one of the worst things that I could be doing. And also the suspension on the minibus has just completely gone. So to be honest, it's absolute agony, even just in my role as bench advisor. So I really feel for poor old Tom Hanks because it's terrible to not be able to play. And that's the thing. So I've been watching and weeping and you know it's just really got me through. It's a grieving process, but I will be back. You know, the right medication pending and the right size shoe. There's a lot there, mate. First of all, like, hats off yeah. to you because you're really going for this. You really want to play netball. It's really sad about the shoes. I heard that. I felt really sorry for your feet. You're doing everything you can, but you know piles. I've never had it. Personally, it sounds gross. I have a very itchy and sore bum a lot. Yeah. Um, and I do, I do know what it's like to scratch all day. Yeah. And I do know what it's like to not want to sit down. And I do know what it's like to mm-hmm. be distracted by whatever lumps around that soft area. I know that. But you've never had piles, and that's the thing. Never had them. Uh, but I can relate, and I'm sad. I'm sad for the team, honestly, because, you know, a ladies' netball team is not going anywhere fast. You know, a ladies' netball team is just 
I mean, I can't imagine anything mattering less. And they have this, you know, masculine saviour figure on the wings. Unfortunately, I've seen you in those shoes and you are tripping over yourself. It's like the tips of your toes keep crossing. Well, the thing is, like, they were the right size before I had my bunions removed. And now they're too big. Right. And were your bunions all piled up on the end? Well, they just kind of required a little bit more space. Like, they weren't flapping around at the end because they were just fully packed. That's basically what it was. She's been holding me back for such a long time. But, you know, bunions are gone now. Good. Just waiting for the new shoes. It's all lined up. Don't worry about me, mate. It's like you have bottom bunions now. They've crept to a different part of your body. Ah, yeah. that's right. That is probably correct. I think it's also too many Pringles. That'll also do it. You need to wean yourself off. Yeah. Get a supermarket own brand and then take it from there. Yeah, that won't like them so much. Thanks for the update. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I just like to let everyone know where we're going because obviously people were probably wondering yes. why isn't Sam giving us news of the league because I don't know at the moment. Yeah. I'm very sorry. I don't, I don't keep up with it. Where would I find it? I text Denise. She hasn't texted me back. I'll update you when I can. Thanks, mate. Nice to know. All right. All right then, for this segment, it's something that I have been waiting a very long time to do and I could not be more excited. My beautiful wife, Kat, is coming on the show. As you'll know, she is mum of four beautiful daughters, co-parent with me. Uh, she works incredibly long hours, she's incredibly hardworking, she is good at everything. I can't think of anything that she's not good at. And on top of that, she is a civil rights lawyer and Human I'm so happy... Human rights lawyer. Right, sorry, she, Kat is a human rights lawyer, um, and she's here today. Uh, oh, and also she's Jamie's sister. Welcome, Kat. Hello. Oh, hey, lovely. How are you doing? Sam, just quickly, how long is this going to take? Um, well, we said, uh, well, how long have you got? Well, let's just keep it quick, yeah? Okay, fine. No, no, that's fine. We're good at this now, we're good at this now. Um, you smell... Amazing. Smell like dinner. I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Jamie, anything you want to say to Kat this evening? Tell her she looks nice, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, I always do a little visual for the listeners. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, a podcasting's an audio medium and I'm a TV man. So she's got the family genes, so goes out saying she's a looker. She's sort of the female me. You know, nice rich hair, strong jaw, very athletic. Good, good, good straight teeth, very healthy skin. She's uh, married, so, you know, back off. Even at school, like, she was never one to just get off with anyone. I never heard any bad rumours about her being a slut or a yes, unlike anything. You. Oh, Jamie. Oh, sorry. Burn. <laughs> no, I was successful with the girls at school. If they fancied me, I would often indulge their fantasies. I was a schoolboy. I mean, Jamie, I... Jamie, you literally went out with anybody. Listen... Yeah, I went out with, you know, a year's worth of girls, 120. It doesn't... When you were in sixth form, you went out with girls in year seven. Oh, my God, I didn't know that. One tall year seven girl. She was very tall. I didn't know she was year seven. It was a mufty day, so she came in in her normal clothes. I thought she was easily year 10. And anyway, I was very kind to her. I AOL instant messaged her for one week after so she wouldn't feel too sad. After what? After what we went to the cinema. Oh. Saw Lord of the Rings. I mean, I guess this is kind of part of the course, isn't it? I am literally sitting here in a room full of nines and feeling very, very lucky. 
So I'm glad to see you both getting on actually really well today. So that's nice. I haven't finished my description of my sister. Okay, sorry, crack on, mate. She's got two spots. Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you. I'm just glad I don't have quite the amount of nasal hair that seems to be poking right out of your nostrils today. Whoa, 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 guys. Guys, listen, guys. I don't mind. I don't mind any of that. To me, you're still, you're still nines and you still smell amazing, both of you. Jamie with your strong paw and Kat with your lovely cooking smells. Sam, Can I just give, say give, something about nasal hair? Give me a ten, Sam. I mean, crikey. No, I mean, I was, you know, I just didn't want to start off the kind of competition again between you guys. I just, you know... So um... you rate Jamie as highly as you rate me, your wife? <laughs> no. Uh, no, not in that way, but I guess what it is is, like, a nine in respect... You know, like, I've grown to really love this guy and, like, obviously reminds me of you in many ways. And that, you know, it's comforting. It's like, you know, a shed away from home, but a home in the shed. And that's, for me, that's nice. Oh, cheers, mate. Mm. All right. So, what we have Kat here for today is a, a segment that Jamie has produced. I'm very excited about this. He's uh, really, really brought his ITV skills to the fore for season two and... um yeah, let's do it, Jamie. Um, cheers, mate. So, yes, it's a new segment where we interview a couple and um, you've got a strong feminist man. It's called Equal Partnership with Jamie Hoggett. It's a great title. And I've written up some amazing questions and uh, Sam's going to read them and contain his blushes as uh, his gorgeous, gorgeous lady wife, my sweet, fragrant sister, gives the answers. Okay. Great. Take it away. I'm just going to dive on in then. I'm going to grab out the first question. Ooh, what's this one? Uh, okay. How has having two male feminists in your life positively affected you? Oh, it's quite a leading question, isn't it? Positively affected. But, no, um... it's just a question. Oh, okay. Don't begin by insulting the questions because it will all fall apart. They're all great questions. I read them through again after... I wasn't insulting the question, Jamie. I wasn't insulting the question. I was just questioning the question. All right? Um, I don't think it's affected me at all, having two male feminists. Uh, Well, other than that, Sam's down in the shed a lot more. Um, of course, I have to make extra dinner when you come round, but um, I'm interested to sort of know what your definition of, of male feminist is and how you're sort of actively living that definition, I suppose. Got it, got it, got it. Um, I thought you had actually listened to the pod. That was just I haven't listened to the pod, Sam. I told you I don't have time to listen to the pod. I get up at 5am, I am making the girls' lunches, I'm probably helping finish off some homework, get uniforms ready. You know my days in court take an incredibly long time. I put the washing on last week. Well, do you know what? I was actually going to talk to you about that because there's a whole pile of your netball stuff and it's still sitting there. And I don't understand, I don't understand why you have a blind spot for your netball stuff. It absolutely, I'm sorry, and I hope this doesn't feature in the podcast, because it stinks. No, listen, Sam, it stinks. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't actually do anything about it at the moment. It needs a special liquid, and I haven't got it. It's not my fault. But, Sam, you haven't played yet, mate. You're always on the sidelines. No, but, like, I have to sit in it. And it's very hot. Well, my concern is that, yes, you did the washing last week, but when did you wash that netball stuff? Anyway. Can I give a note as the TV man? Yeah. I think that what you're forgetting, Kat, is that you're so used to consuming my content, you have to sit down in the sitting room, you have to make a cup of tea, you have to turn on the television, you have to have time. 
But now I'm putting out content that you can listen to while you're doing the laundry, while you're doing the shopping, while you're cooking, while you're ironing the uniforms and doing the school pickup and then going to whatever job it is. I've forgotten the type of law. It doesn't matter. Civil rights. A human rights. You can listen to the podcast while you're doing those things. It's a gift for a woman like you. Yes. So just next time, multitask. But Jamie, I like The Witcher. All right? If I'm going to have my time off, I'm going to watch The Witcher. I'm not going to be listening to this. No offence. You got pregnant last time you watched The Witcher. That was, yeah, exactly. I don't think it's that good, if I'm honest. Very, very sparse plot. Well, it's not for you. Anyway, let's crack on in the next question, which is... How many questions are there? There's 32, and we'll just see how many we get through. Guys, I've been on my feet all day. I've had a very difficult... This is not helping. Actually, it's not helping, because this is making it longer. Yeah. Okay, next question. What's the best thing about being married to a male feminist? That one's, I guess, more about me. So, yeah, so. It's all great. Yeah. I love being married to a male feminist. Does that help, Jamie? Can you not direct it back at Jamie? Because I was actually asking the question. I found that a little bit rude. I'm here as well. But that was the perfect answer. Okay. If you don't want me to expand on it. Again, like as we say to all of you, I guess if you just finish your question, you get out of here quicker. And that's what we like to say to everyone. So just bear that in mind. I mean, what I would like to have said is, what's it like being married to Sam? Well, lots of plus points. Not violent, honest uh, in the main. Um, oh, at the end of the day, you know, I got pregnant with Ruby. Yeah, you did. And it just made sense, didn't it, to get married? Yeah. It made sense to get married. Yeah, it did. Oh, I love you so much. I love you so much. For, from, from my point of view, it would have just cost me an awful lot more money if Sam was a partner that was living outside of the home. Yeah. It just would have cost me an awful lot of money. So I think, yeah. in some ways, I actually think our marriage works very well. That's so good. I love... Oh, man. I'm not... I, like, I feel me, I am moved. I didn't know this was going to be such an emotional segment. Well, I don't need you to hold my hand, but that's OK. Um, I felt like you veered off a bit. What you were trying to say was it's very good being married to a male feminist. Was that the main note? Yeah, I think so. I'm saying the, the marriage to Sam works. It really does. It really does. What can I say? Okay. Yeah, we've come to an understanding. I understand. So let's do another question. Thank you for your answer. All right then. How angry does it make you feel that your brother is having to deal with the patriarchal nonsense at ITV and the impending inquiry? Thanks, mate. I'm not going to be talking about Jamie's lawsuit. I've already advised him not to talk publicly about his lawsuit. This is really not something that should be going out into the public domain. They will always tell you to do that. Yes. The government or whatever. Or a lawyer. <laughs> Don't talk about it because they want to silence you. Not because I'm trying to silence you, Jamie. I'm trying to protect you. I don't know why, but I am. So I think this is the thing that we have to remember here, is that it's probably not Cat's wheelhouse because it's not so right. Oh, Sam, please. But she does have a good point. That's really frustrating that you don't know what I do. But you don't know what he does. Yeah. No, I don't. You don't know anything about Warhammer. <sighs> I think... No, I'm sorry. You're, you're right. I don't know anything about Warhammer. No, you're right. Why don't you just say quickly on the record that your brother is innocent of anything of everything actually and then we'll just move on to the next question let's say innocent until proven guilty shall we okay i think somebody's blood sugar 
is perhaps dropping a little bit. It's like, what's going on, lovey? You feeling a little bit queasy? I am feeling a little bit off? sick. I mean, also, I'm really worried that dinners are going to be burnt now, so I probably should... All right, then. All right, yeah, we probably shouldn't get in with that. So let's wrap it up. Thank you so much, Kat, for all your time. That's okay. We can't wait to see you again in, what, 10, 15 for dinner? Is that how long it's still going to be? Well, no, like for us, we just need to wrap up. Just give us, just a ballpark, if you could just give us a ballpark. I don't want to arrive in the kitchen and it's not even like, oh, it's ready, but it, you don't mean that because you're still doing the side salad, you still want to leave the table. Well, do you know what? Should we just say that me and the girls will eat and then you can join us when you join us? No, we want to eat with the girls. When do we come through? Just tell us that and you can go. If you just give us a time, we'll make sure lovely we'll be there, don't worry. Okay, coming in 10 minutes. Wonderful. Thank you, Kat, for your wonderful input. Uh, and we'll see you later for dinner. See you in 10. Oh, that was really fun. I thought that went really well. Yeah, went really well. She's um, a feisty, fresh minx. Yeah, great girl your sister yes you know can't say that enough puts up with us <laughs> yeah um i think she was feeling a little bit queasy that's what i was getting actually the vibe from okay. just kind of queasy vibe but that's to be expected and mm. i think you know she did her best yeah i think you're right i think she was feeling queasy you know, we think of queasy in the stomach but queasy can go up from the stomach to the brain and the voice um and yes she had the sort of neck up queasiness and the neck up queasiness gave her a bit of sting that's right but you know that's what we're after that like we don't shy away from you know the tough conversations right. but like we pointed out several times on that like she did have a bit of pain like which wasn't actually that much trouble which was to listen to at least one app of the podcast yeah you know she would have got it a little bit more yes however you can just tell can't you like how smart that woman is you know she hadn't even listened to the podcast and she still cracked on with every answer she gave it a go and you have to respect that. I think what we're saying is, we're two feminist men living this feminist life. We get a real woman come on, a real live woman. She doesn't do well. You know, she's listening to podcasts, she's feeling queasy, and we still fight the fight. We still keep going. We have her on anyway. Jamie, mate, get it's 10 minutes. We can actually we can go in now. Oh, Din right. Dinner's definitely ready. Perfect. Cheers, mate. Yeah, all right. All right cool. Love so you to go, see you all. ladies. Go, ladies. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Femanism. We're now available on Patreon, so if you'd like to support the cause and receive bonus content, please head to Patreon and sign up to Femanism. And that's spelled F-E-M-A-N-I-S-M. We've just put the word man in the middle of feminism. Femanism is a Podmonkey original written and performed by Sam Martin and me, Amy Hoggart.